We can't have heaven unless we have Jesus and Jesus brings heaven with him. That's what it's saying. Um, goes on to say, uh, to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of their deeds of ungodliness that they've committed in an ungodly way and all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, malcontents, following their own sinful desires. They're loud mouth boasters, showing favoritism to gain advantage. He's not talking here about non-Christians and people who say, I don't know Jesus. He's talking about people who say they're Christians and they're anti-Christ. And they come into the church and they confuse the believers. And so um, he uses this language of ungodly and ungodliness five times. You know what that means? They're wrong. Their behavior is unacceptable. Their, their beliefs are unacceptable. And we live in a day where we're like, well, you know, I mean, everybody gets to believe what they wanna believe and behave how they wanna behave, unless you're a Christian. And then what you're saying is, there is a God who is in authority over me. So what I believe and how I behave is under his authority. I don't believe what I want. I don't behave how I want. I wanna honor him and obey him. And what he says is uh, there are first deeds of ungodliness. Let me just say this. I, I, I love, I know this is a dark message, right? I mean, this is not like the safe for the whole family verse of the day kind of book. I know that. But if you wanna do something ungodly, can you find somebody who will say, the Lord's okay with that? I, actually, I pulled some verses out of context and you know, I did a little origami and look, I, I made an answer. If you want to do something that is wrong, if you want to believe something that is false, there are people that are paid good money to give you exactly what you want. But God says those are deeds of ungodliness. Number two, harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. We live in a day when even those who would say that they are Christians say things that are absolutely offensive to God. I was reading, um, I won't say the, the mainstream news outlet recently, and they're like, um, Christian pastor um, makes biblical argument for abortion. It's like, uh, kindling is lying would have been my headline. It's like, no, that's no. But see, they platform that person because what they're saying offends God. And they're saying exactly what those who hate God wanna hear. We live in a day when everything that was sacred is now opposed, discouraged and attacked sometimes by people who say that they're Christians or even say that they're Christian leaders or worse yet, say that they're pastors. Unbelievable things. Um, number three, grumblers, always complaining, always got a problem. It's the offense of the day. And just, you know, this is what drives social media. Every day it's like, what are we hurt or upset about today? Let's vote. Okay. All right, all right, let's all go over here and just scream all day, then drink all night, then try again tomorrow. And, and, it, and it's, it creates mental health. But these are grumblers and it's, it's always attacking, it's always criticizing, it's always opposing the things of God. And, and then what, I love this next one, he talks about malcontents. And this in the original language of the Hebrew, it's a funny word, it's a mockery. It's people who make terrible decisions wreck their life 
and then declare themselves to be hurting victims. That's exactly what it means. It's an American, okay, that's what it is. So I was thinking about it. There was a, a really well-known boxer some years ago, heavyweight champion, and he went to throw an uppercut and he missed his opponent and he punched himself right in the face, okay? That's a malcontent. So let's say, let's say this guy then called the police. He's like, 911, I've been assaulted, I've been assaulted. Oh my gosh, cops show up. Okay, what happened? I got punched right in the face. Well, who did it? I did. <laughs> you're not a victim, you're an idiot. You punched yourself in the face. That's what a malcontent is. I don't believe in God. I don't believe the Bible. I, I, I think there's a lot of genders. I, I, you know, I don't believe in police. I don't want police. Uh-oh, they robbed me and I need the police. You know, it's just, you keep punching. <laughs> We don't need a border. Everybody's a drug addict. Hey, how come we don't have a border? It's just, it's, anyways. Anyways, okay. Um, right now, all the malcontents are reporting me on Facebook. So anyways, um, he talks about loudmouth boasters. These people get a lot of attention. They have massive platforms. People listen to them and they seem very confident. Like we have a new kind of Christianity. We, we've got new interpretations of the Bible. We, we, have a, we, we, can, we can remove the line between the church and the world and we can lift human potential. You're like, no. And lastly, they show favoritism to gain advantage. Ultimately, it's just always about the power and the money. They're like, okay, well, what will grow the base and the platform and what will monetize the content or what will pay the bills? That's, that's what motivates it. And what motivates it ultimately is not glory to him, but glory to me. And it's not at the end. You know what? I just wanna say what God says and do what God commands. And I, I'm gonna wait until I stand before the Lord. And I just wanna hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And I'm gonna go through a little bit of hell on my way to heaven, but I can't wait to see Jesus. Um, Jude's day was very dark. Our day is very dark. Jude's day had a very strong pressure for the church to compromise or to close. You and I are sensing and feeling that same tension, amen? I mean, I'm way off my notes, but like, how many of you, when you walk into the world, just like, I feel like I'm walking into war. It feels like everything is against what my God says and who my God is. It's because that's the world, we're the church. That's not our home, that's our mission field. Um, this is a weird sermon. I'm not sure it's any good if I'm honest with you, but um, I appreciate my wife laughing. Um, um, thank you, sweetheart. Um, find a gal with low expectations, a high pain tolerance, and the gift of encouragement. Um, that's the key to successful ministry. Um, I'm just gonna, um, we'll bring the band up. They're gonna do awesome and fix this hot mess. <laughs> but let me just, um, I'm gonna read something to you. And, uh, and I was just thinking about it. If I, if I was the devil, if I was the father of lies, here's what, here's what I would do. Um, 
And I believe this is the contend. The contend is who and what are you fighting against? And ultimately, what is the spirit behind them? Because the war isn't against flesh and blood, but powers, principalities, and spirits. Um, I would attack human life physically starting in the womb. I would defund law enforcement. I would escalate murder, open the border, decriminalize hard drugs, and drive people to mental health and depression so that they kill themselves. I would attack men, getting young men addicted to porn, video games, vaping, and laziness. I would would remove young men from the workforce. I would keep them from launching into manhood. I would cause them to be overmothered, underfathered, and dependent on the government from womb to tomb. I would attack the family by separating sex, marriage, gender, and sexuality, making marriage and gender meaningless. I would have academic elites guided by deceiving spirits recast marriage and family as an antiquated, oppressive, and racist institution. I would cut off generations of children from their fathers so that men love sex, but not women and children. Children with a bitter father womb would then become dependent on the government instead of a dad who loves them. I would attack people spiritually by closing the church globally and replacing the spirit of God with a spirit of fear so that people did not return to church once those churches opened. I would weaponize media and social media to promote lies about Christian leaders, boosting any sins or minor mistakes while suppressing all evil done by apostates. I would write school curriculum that treated the Bible as hate speech and anyone who believed it as a dangerous bigot. I would get people so addicted to drugs, alcohol, social media, and porn that they would fry the brain that God gave them with neural pathways deeply worn towards sickness and death. I would write the Psychological Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders to mention the soul zero times so that God, demons, and the Holy Spirit, along with his deliverance, were not even considered as a possibility in helping hurting people. I would attack leadership and authority and promote anarchy. I would send a riotous spirit of hate to cause people to rebel against God, scripture, parents, police officers, soldiers, and any past leaders that did good for the culture. I would attack future legacies by having a generation of children sexually abused, mentally traumatized, and sexualized at a young age. I would use fear, social media, education, and peer pressure to create depression and mental health confusion. I would evangelize an entire generation to take blockers toward their hormones and a lifetime of hormone supplements to deny their God-given gender and create mental and physical brokenness. I would castrate healthy children and give the state authority to seize custody from their parents to mutilate their genitalia in the name of care. If anyone stood against this, I would promote the lie that if they don't allow a child to make an irreversible lifelong decision, then the child will commit suicide and they are a murderer. I would attack the Christian church so that no one was left to contend for the faith. I would promote cowardly Christian leaders, starting with young, poorly read, naive ministry leaders in the worship and creative departments who spend more money on their wardrobe than their library. I would encourage them to deconstruct the faith twist the word of God and deceive an entire generation into apostasy. I would have weak pulpits replace hard-hitting truth with soft-selling chats. I would feed churchgoers a steady diet of spiritual garbage and God-like motivational talks so that they knew more about their personality traits than God's divine attributes. I would send demonic sons of Judas 
who is a troublemaker in ungodly, excuse me, I would send demonic sons of Judas to the church and denominational boards to cancel and fire prophetic pastors and tell the lie that anyone who is a troublemaker is ungodly, unloving, and unkind. In short, I would convince churchgoers that to be a good Christian is to be nothing like Christ who was crucified. I would pull no punches on Christians all week, but I would have their pastors pull punches in the pulpit and not fight for them or teach them how to fight. And I would call all of this progress. Jude's fight is our fight. Jude's issues are our issues and Jude's demons are our demons. Well, hey, podcast pals, it's uh, Pastor Mark Driscoll here saying thank you for tuning in. I've had the honor of teaching the Bible for around 30 years. Happy to report I got my cancel card about a decade ago. Nice to get that out of the way. And now I'm back in uh, zombie mode, man. You can't kill me. And if you would do me a solid, I could really use your help. Number one, rate this podcast. Everybody gives me one in five star reviews. I need you to give me a five star. In addition, uh, review the podcast. Tell them it's good, it's helpful, it's fun, it's authentic, it's genuine, it's down the fairway, it's all about Jesus. And uh, share it, uh, let your friends know, let your family know. And if you wanna trigger your enemies, let them know too. I've been triggering woke joke folks since the mid 90s and glad to keep up the fight. 